0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to uh, the Grace, Peace, and Balance Radio Show by Gabi Abdelgadir. This is Episode 92, and I have got an incredible lady uh, for you today. Her name is Marianne Pajan, and I will read you her bio, and uh, I will also be posting her bio and her social media and contact links in case anybody wants to get in touch with her on uh, Podbean as well as on YouTube. So, Marianne. Finds people fascinating, is and is passionate about empowering and inspiring them. The learning part for her never ends. As she has been taking courses, has a variety of coaches for the past 30 plus years. She is a self-proclaimed course junkie. That sounds like me too, eh? Oh I know, eh? She is a five-time international award-winning best-selling author, Guinness World Record holder, and a and participant, an empowering coach, a workshop facilitator, retreat leader, oh my goodness gracious, ordained minister, award winner and international forum for advancement in healthcare, a Reiki master, meditation specialist, Kundalini yoga teacher, a digital TV host of Meditation Millionaire, radio host on Magnetic FM radio of three shows, Meditation Minute, with Marianne, self-empowerment and real estate insurance, is that? Ins and outs, insurance, ins and and outs, yeah. No, real estate ins and outs. Ins and outs and a real estate agent with eXp Realty. Yes. Definitely an electric, electric variety that keeps her busy. Oh my God, I'm just getting exhausted reading all this. You do all that? Oh my goodness, Marianne. I do, I do. I know that it it just took me off guard. The Reiki, I'm huge about Reiki, but I never really took the course and I'm huge into meditation. Then Kundalini yoga, oh my goodness. Marianne has impacted many lives, both professionally as well as personally. She has guided them from divorce to marriage, as well as from bankruptcy to millionaires. She enjoys engaging people in their own growth so they find their power again and thrive. As the CEO, Chief Empowerment Officer of Empowered Voice Publishing slash coaching, Marianne will help you recognize your greatness, find your authenticity, and help you achieve your dreams. Oh my goodness gracious, welcome. So honored to have you. (laughs) I know it. Show's over. (laughs) Show is over. I know. Seriously. I got exhausted like reading all this. I, sh- I just printed it. I should have read it before, like, you know, I just printed it anyway. Yeah. So welcome yeah. to my podcast.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. I know. I mean, oh. this is gonna be so much fun. I know oh, it's it's an incredibly eclectic variety. I mean, come on, how often do you get a Reiki master?
0: To uh-huh. be a real estate agent, I know. <laughs> my God, real, real estate agent, and then like you're a radio host, and you're like a, a meditation facilitator. Oh my goodness gracious! Okay, I'm getting exhausted. Let's get started with this. Okay, obviously, like <laughs> I know, eh? I know. So you, you, you obviously have a very happy uh, outlook to life. I could see it in your face. You have a very All infectious, time. infectious smile. I love that. Tell me a little bit about yourself, like growing up and where you live just a little bit before we get to the business side of conversation.
1: Well, I was I was actually born in Europe. I was born in Croatia okay, and I was six years old when I came to Canada and I didn't speak a word of English. And right away, like we arrived. I had just started school over there so I was there for three weeks so it was it was end of September when we came it was September 30th actually mm-hmm. and uh the next day I had to go to school basically you had <laughs> so, to yeah this was like 50 uh okay so I'm 59 now I was six so 53 years ago right yeah <laughs> can I just
0: ask a, a question was is Croatia or was Croatia part of Yugoslavia it was, was it was yeah. part of Yugoslavia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, not anymore. But yeah, it was. Yeah, I know. I know. It's a
1: beautiful country. I mean, if anyone wants to come to visit, I mean, the beaches are stunning and gorgeous, right? How, like, clo-
0: how far is it from Zagreb and uh, Ljubljana? Because I have so, been to those places.
1: Well, Zagreb is where I used to live.
0: Okay. So, That's the I, and I'm
1: from Karlovac, which is like a half an hour, I guess, over with the new roads. It's about a half an hour away. Okay, But I did actually live in Zagreb when I lived there. Because I, I went back as an adult. Oh. Um, I went back as an adult. And I went to I went to university for a year. And I was a foreign student, which really just meant I partied an awful lot. And I did go to some classes. It was fun. It was good. I did my little tests and exams and whatever. So <laughs> I did what I was supposed to do for the year. But I yeah. certainly mm-hmm. had a lot of fun. Let me tell you, Europeans mm-hmm. know how to
0: yes Uh, oh my goodness they do they do know like how to enjoy enjoy life yeah
1: enjoy it and like we're out for coffee in between classes all the time and and having all kinds of ridiculous pastries and somehow nothing sticks to you nothing like it's just it's a different lifestyle
0: oh yeah (laughs) it is
1: the air is different, right? The mountains yeah. are gorgeous, so therefore, like the dairy products, the food, everything is so much better, right?
0: Yeah, and uh, the, we went a little bit off uh, topic here, about topic. Bled, that's have okay. you have you been to Bled? Uh, so, Bled is now
1: that's another country now, so that's oh no goodness. longer part of Croatia. That's or part of Yugoslavia. It's it's Slovenia. So, I have been a yeah, long, long time yeah. ago. Yeah. I've been to Ljubljana a long time ago. I actually have two aunts. That live there they both uh, married slovenian gentlemen and so my cousins live there and i love them and in case they're ever listening i love you <laughs> Yeah, <I know. laughs> lovely oh, who
0: knows and, yeah
1: oh, yeah I'm but very we're very all good. from the same area but it's yeah we're all kind area. of scattered there's i have a cousin in australia that i love so much and there's someone in, in germany oh my gosh and we're just like all over like different parts of croatia yeah. and yeah so and i have some relatives here and i have a cousin in bramford for local okay. people <laughs> okay.
0: okay that's nice okay so you went to school you grew up here and how did you uh, get into this all this business I was about
1: 16 and I was working I was working uh, I worked in well I started working when I was about 13 with my mom yeah. and because I always uh, I always I don't know, I always had like so much energy, I always wanted to do stuff and, and get money and have my own money. Like my dad was very strict. I mean, you know, like most um, immigrant parents, you know, the budget was always tight, right. Mm-hmm. And my parents, God bless them, you know, they're, they're lovely people, they did what they could. And they did, I think they did very well with what they had. Uh, unfortunately, for them, they both ended up with uh, uh, dementia in the end. And I had to take care of them, and I'm an only child, so it was myself. And then they had to go into nursing homes because um, uh, d- d- dementia is hard, like you, I couldn't possibly take care of them. Like I wouldn't be able to work and do all that, and I have to work. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, they're, you know, it, they worked really hard and they did what they could. <laughs> um, but it was all money was always tight, and I could never, and I always wanted things. I like things, 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 you know, I'm a girl, I like, and I like expensive things. I don't like cheap stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so I always started working with my mom. And then I was 16 and I was working in a store and I, I was somewhere downtown. And there was a yoga studio. And I started going to yoga and meditation at 16. Oh, and, wow. you know, I was 16 and I wish I, I don't know if I still have that book. I should check. I think I gave it, I probably gave it away to someone or lent it to them and then never saw it again. Mm-hmm. But there was a book called the power of the subconscious mind. And I was 16 years old and I was reading this and I remember my friend, you know, how you you have the girls come into your bedroom and help. Was that by Dr. Joe
0: Dispenza?
1: Uh, I don't think it was Dr. Joe Dispenza. It was someone else. It was another doctor, I believe.
0: I I can't remember the name
1: of the author, but that was one of my first books. And then I was, um, I was in, like, we were in my bedroom and my friend's over there and she's like, you know, trying to help me pick out what I'm gonna wear because we're going out, mm-hmm. and so she looks at this book and she goes, "Why?" She goes, "Are you reading this? This, this, this power of the subconscious mind?" And I said, "Oh yeah, yeah." I go, "That was because I was embarrassed to say I was at 16. Yeah. Like, yeah. Who read that kind of stuff at 16?" Yeah. So I was like, "Yeah, yeah. It's a school project. I have to do it for some book report." So. And she's like, "Book report on that." She goes, "We didn't get that because we all went to school together."
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my <laughs> goodness! Like, yeah. Oh yeah, in my
1: yeah. class, yeah. he gave us uh, this choice, whatever, right? So, and that was it. I was hooked from there on in. When I found out that the mind could do this, and you could control yourself with the mind, and you know, you don't have to feel the way you feel, and and so I was like, "Wow, this is fascinating." And my my dad, again, God bless him, but he's eastern european he didn't know any better and he was quite an abusive man like he was you know there was some physical abuse there was um like yeah
0: (laughs) well those days it was not called uh, abuse it was discipline Right. right it was
1: it was regular stuff but he was like there was like hitting spanking oh my god spanking was yeah like he would Totally hit. <laughs> so I was just like, oh, I gotta remove myself from this, right? So you kind of go into your own little cocoon and try to figure things out. And why is this happening? And and then I, you know, realized the power of meditation and prayer, right? Like I would sit there and pray for things for him to calm down. And then eventually he would. And I started believing in that. And then, you know, meditation and this and that. And I'm like, wow, this is great. And then I just started reading more and more books. I can't even remember you know, all the books and courses in my lifetime that I have had. I have flown all over the world for a variety of different courses on any kind of self-development, self-empowerment, self-growth. You know, Tony Robbins, (laughs) my best friend, and not just him. Like, there's so many. Marianne Williamson, who I've probably, Oprah, I love Oprah. Like, I mean, there's so many. I can't, Dr. Joe Dispenza, he's one of them the secret i'm actually oh my god i'm going to toot my own horn for a second i'm in a book with uh, with um bob proctor
0: oh okay the Dr. best advice what was the first what
1: the best advice for coaches so for it's coaches. Coaches.
0: okay okay when, it did, when, did, when did he publish that
1: Ah, uh, this was just maybe um two months ago it came out
0: oh okay yeah, yeah so it's i uh, not
1: it it's uh, Bob Proctor and Dr. John Martini and okay. uh, Douglas Vermeeran. So I think I think this was put together by Douglas Vermeeran. Nice,
0: yeah, so, that's nice.
1: I must, When the secret came out, I think I sat and watched it like eleven times
0: in one week. I watched. <laughs> I watched it more than you, like double that time. Yeah, Yeah, like, in
1: in that short amount of time, I'm going, Oh, my God, this is the best thing ever. And to be in a book with them, I mean, many years later, obviously, obviously, I was very young when I when I saw the secret. And now to be in a book with one of them is just phenomenal, right? I know. And, uh, yeah, so that's kind of how it started. And then I went to I went when I was in Europe, going to university, I read this article on Linus Pauling, and he had won an award for chemistry for the, uh, his discoveries on vitamin C. Um, he also had a Nobel Peace Prize as well. So he was, he was fascinating. And so he talked about vitamin C and I thought, wow, you could do all this with vitamins. Like, this is great. the You know, the healing power of vitamins. And then I got into Reiki and energy healing and massage. And then I had a I was an esthetician. So I had a spa. I had my own spa and I learned uh I learned Reiki early on I've been a Reiki master for maybe it's hard to say let's say roughly 35 years (gasps)
0: Wow! (laughs) and I've been
1: teaching it for a while and then you know since then I've accumulated other courses so I I call it more energy healing now because there's such a huge collection of different things mushed together (laughs) but I do still teach Reiki just because it's such a great beginning tool. It really is. People feel comfortable around it. It's not creepy and scary. And then, uh, you know, to cut to the chase, the longer chase I started doing, uh, when COVID kind of came around, I started uh, to notice that, you know, anxiety levels, most of my clients for coaching were, like huge anxiety coming out of people and like, wow, this is really weird. Okay, maybe because people are, you know, at home, everyone's scared, nobody knows what's happening, blah, blah, blah. So I started posting a one minute meditation, because meditation can be scary for people, because it's like, oh, I don't know what that is. Is that a religion? Is that this? And I'm like, no, it's not. But, you know, people don't know, right. So I started coming on Facebook and putting together like a one minute meditation. So the grand total of the video would be anywhere from a minute and a half to two minutes sometimes three if i'm really chatty that day about something Mm -hmm. and i'd be like yeah let's do a minute anyone can do anything for a minute right so i thought okay let's start with a different breath work and i started getting all these comments like oh thank you so much please do it again you know blah 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 and i'm like yay people are benefiting from this let's go you know we had some good views and good comments and then one day um a few months quite a few months into it i had a gentleman say thank you so much for doing this and he private messaged me and he said you have no idea what i was going through and he goes today was the day that i was going to i was going to get like, i've been suicidal for a while and today was the day and oh when i did, when i did your meditation that kind of put things a little bit into perspective so thank you so much for posting and i'm like thank you for posting. Are you kidding? Thank you for honoring me for letting that, you know, stop you or give you some strength so that you can see that there's something, you know, better past that moment of fear and whatever else is going on. So I thought to myself, my job is done here. Like if I saved one life with this, that's fantastic. Fantastic, Yeah.
0: So you continued doing it, or did you? I continued doing it until
1: I created a book out of it.
0: (laughs) And now I have a book on
1: meditation called Meditation Minute with Marianne.
0: Oh, that is so cool, yeah.
1: So this just, uh, we just launched this about a month and a bit ago. Mm -hmm. So this was last week. This was about... A month and a bit ago and then this Which one, was- one
0: was the latest book that uh tammy is on this is the latest one this is the two? one my
1: friend tammy williams tammy i love you
0: <laughs> i love her too self-empowerment is- reset yeah beautiful
1: and where's tammy's hang on i got <laughs> Tammy has been super, super helpful. Okay. She's right she here. Is,
0: she is that's incredible. Tammy. Yeah, Tammy Williams. Yay. That's our girl. Tammy, we love you. <laughs> that's know. our girl who introduced us. I know. I know. So that's yeah, the next that.
1: book is going to be like this with pictures on it and it's going to okay. be on healthy living.
0: Yeah. Okay. And living. then I'm going to, I'm
1: going to do a real estate one too.
0: Okay. And
1: this was actually my first book. So I have committed myself to 12 self-empowerment reset books and each okay. one will have a separate title
0: okay oh that's amazing incredible um <laughs> so now you're 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 a publisher as well it's not only like you're on award-winning author or that you also started your <laughs> own publishing company tell me about that
1: so a year and a half ago i met a gentleman called robert j moore
0: mm-hmm.
1: and long story short he said, I think you should be an author. I think you should write in this book. And I said, No, I'm not gonna write in this book. That's not gonna happen. And <laughs> he said, No, I really think you should, you know, you have some good, you know, whatever. I have this series of uh, I have this entrepreneurial book, and I'm like, Yeah, I'm not really yeah, i probably not gonna do it. So, you know, but if you had a wellness book, I might write in that. That's what I said to him, because mm-hmm. I was all into wellness at the time and The next day at 10 o'clock in the morning he says okay so the person who introduced us was my professor at the time because i was taking an integrative medicine course and he says um he says so he's going to um manage these 10 books there's gonna be 10 books on wellness and i said 10 books on wellness i said holy smoke and he said well he goes "You, you should at least do one and i said well yeah now that i opened my big mouth and said yeah you know, if you had a wellness one, I would do a wellness one. So of course, now I had to do it because I have all kinds of integrity because I think karma's just really bad. <laughs> if you said you're going to yeah. do it, you better, you better I, do I, it. Yeah, yeah. and I, I like doing that. I think if I made you a promise, I'm going to fulfill it, you know, yeah. unless something horrible happens. But nothing horrible is going to happen and stop me from writing a, a one chapter, right? So it's yeah. okay, I'll write a chapter. And he says, well... He goes, why don't you think about writing in all 10? And I said, I'm not writing in all 10. What's wrong with you? No, 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 no. So the next day he's like, I think you should write all 10. I did you know, I really think you have something to say here. And I said, okay, what's the theme? <laughs> you know, what, what, are the themes? And each one had like one was on diabetes and I said, oh gosh, my, you know, my dad was diabetic. Oh, this, that my uncle diabetic. oh, okay. Okay. Um, dementia. Oh, I could totally write one on dementia. Oh, weight loss. Oh, I'm always struggling with my weight, so I could always write one on weight loss. <laughs> all this, 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 this starts. I go, okay, fine, I'll do all ten. <laughs> oh, wow. And I said, wow, I, did I just commit to ten chapters? Like, what's wrong with me? I don't have time for this. <laughs> like, what's going on? And then one thing led to another. He says, so I think you know, this is. Why don't you just go into this one, other one, and then you'll see how it is. And it's all on entrepreneurship. And I said, okay, fine fine I'll just do the one like what you know whatever he goes it's coming out really soon like fine I'll just do that one and I said okay but I'm up to 11 like that's a lot I said no more Mm -hmm. four days goes by I think he just wanted to give me some time to breathe because he knew the no yeah calls back or he calls me back and he goes so you know how your professor is managing these and he's going to go on as like the head uh, co-author because I have the same thing for I have the same plan for 10 entrepreneurial books and then you could put you could be the head co-author and <laughs> head co-author <laughs> so now and now like now I'm a week into this not even a week like five days into this I haven't yeah. even finished my first chapter barely mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm working on it but you know I'm thinking wow I'm really scared of this and he's got me now committed to 21 chapters and I said 21 chapters it's gonna take me a long time to do like how long do I do I have for this like I don't have this kind of time I need to sleep at night Hmm. and he says no but he goes 21 chapters is a book and I said oh you sly little W Mm -hmm. (laughs) so yeah so we we you know and I still haven't finished some of those so some of those are still available he's got them at like rock bottom COVID prices and so if anyone's interested in coming into a book and getting exposure, it is one of the best things you could do for marketing. And then uh, about two months ago, maybe a month and a half ago, he started with that, you know, you should do a publishing, you should do a publishing, you should have a publishing company. Yep, yeah. mm-hmm. I think you should do a publishing company. Yep, yep, you should have a publishing company. And I said, No, I'm not going to have a publishing company. I've got real estate, I've got this, I've got coaching, I've got there's, uh, you don't have time. And... <laughs> And every day I saw him and every or whatever, each time I saw him, you know, you should, you should really think about that publishing company. And I said, Oh, my God, like, are you kidding me? I'm not opening up a publishing company. <laughs> like, I'm just not doing it. <laughs> but you did and then i have i have a mastermind I'm in a mastermind group with uh, a group of people from the uk and so one of the ladies says she goes oh does anybody have like an ask like do you have an ask for the thing and i said yeah what what uh, if i were to have a publishing company help me pick out a name so here's some names whatever they by the end of that session it's a 2 hour session for us yeah. it was it was done i had the name for the publishing company so i empowered I
0: voice them. empowered voice publishing Empowered Voice
1: Publishing, I, and I, I got off the uh, mastermind and I messaged him. I said, okay, I have the name, so I guess I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. and he goes oh good he goes you better hurry up and go make your logo and go register your name the business name so uh, for international people where i'm in canada so just uh, outside of toronto and mississauga so we have to follow like ontario canada rules so we have to you know so i went in there i got the i got the business name i got this i got that and i'm like
0: oh, i'm doing this and then i
1: didn't sleep the whole night <laughs> i was like, freaking, a, out.
0: A freaking out Oh. And then you did your first book, the, the 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 book that you just did. That was in your own pub, self empowerment reset. So that's your own, that's your right. own so publishing been, company.
1: We were just finishing this one up, and he goes, "Oh, you'll have your first book in your in your publishing company. You got to make it into a bestseller." So we practically killed myself to try to get that yeah, done.
0: And 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 so <laughs> fast it became an international bestseller. Like I think it was within the same day since you. We, uh, the night, well,
1: the night before I loaded it up onto Facebook and by the next morning we were already, um, America, was, sorry, we were already a uh, bestseller in Canada. So okay. less than, I don't even think it was 12 hours. I don't even know. We were already bestseller in Canada. And then, um, by that evening, we think it was by the evening because, because sometimes it doesn't show. And so yeah, yeah anyway, the next morning we were, and that was it. Now we're not congratulations
0: solid. again, amazing! And I, when when it was posted, I was the first one to purchase, so yeah, I take credit. Thank for you. that as well. <laughs> Thank you, you're Thank welcome. You. So, um, so talk to me about your brokerages. Did you change any brokerage, or
1: yes? Uh, so I've been in real estate, it's coming up to about 10 years,
0: okay.
1: and um actually one of my radio shows because I'm gonna have three radio shows is going to be real estate ins and outs. And so we're gonna be talking about a variety of different things about real estate. And so today we were doing an intro on it. So I started with a small brokerage that's no longer around. It's it was called Bayshore, it was very high end. And then I went to iPro for our local people. And I love iPro. It was a great company, great broker, great owners, great everything. But I really wanted something international. So I think along with my big thinking and thinking big in general, here comes, you know, I need something international. So EXP is currently the fastest growing brokerage in the world. And it's like crazy and it's cloud-based and it's amazing and everyone that I've ever had to deal with there has been like super, super duper friendly. We have shares. We're, we're actually partners. I'm actually, uh, I noticed I didn't, I didn't uh, fix this. I actually wanted to change when you said real estate agent with eXp. I actually consider myself to be a real estate partner with eXp.
0: Okay. Cool. Because yeah. People because, are listening. They will know. Yeah. Okay.
1: Right. We have, we have shares. We, we purchase shares. I purchased shares after, um, Uh, with every closing with every deal that I do a percentage of uh, my salary goes for automatic purchasing shares and we're on uh, NASDAQ we're uh, publicly traded and it's uh, EXPI is the EXPI yeah so I'm not a big share person I tried that once I didn't do well but with EXP I feel confident yeah cool a year and a half ago, it was about nine dollars a share. Now it's up to forty-eight, and I th- I think it might even be in the fifties. But don't quote me. I-, I know that forty-eight was the last one that I looked at. So
0: okay, cool. So you also uh, talk about uh, the importance of having a coach. Why do you have a coach? Why do you feel like you need to have a coach? I think I think everyone should, needs to have a coach. Yeah, yeah, I know. I
1: think everyone needs to have a coach because if you had asked me, you know, I did have a psychic reading. <laughs> you know, when your friends give you these psychic greetings for Christmas and for your birthday. So I had one and she did say, she goes, you're, you're going to be an author. And I said, I'm not going to be an author. <laughs> I'm not good at writing. I can't even spell right. Like without spell check, I'm, I'm, I'm a disaster zone. Like, no, I'm not, that's not my gift. And, and she said, yeah, it is. She goes, you're going to, you're going to write a lot. Not, not like a little bit, like a lot. I'm not gonna be an author. I don't even know what you're saying, but whatever. And so, yeah you know uh he's the one that put the idea there he's the one that held my hand through it he's still holding my hand through it we're still not you know fully sufficient but I am starting to already talk to people people have already expressed an interest I have one two three books coming up uh I don't know that they'll necessarily maybe one of them will be done by Christmas who knows
0: (laughs) are you are they going to be a co-authorship thing or like individually
1: Both. So one is individual. And and so the reason uh, I'm doing that one is uh, like quickly and and now is because it's for empowering young adults. So I've coupled up with uh, there's a a director of youth programs for uh, the European Union. And so it's a, a European Union. And then a little bit outside of the European Union, they have uh, programs for youth and how to help them become entrepreneurs and they've got variety of programs and then they've got a variety of different companies that offer discounts and then they help to support so I'm going to be one of those people
0: <laughs> oh my goodness you're so busy so you believe like I do believe like everybody needs a coach because no matter how good you are you still you need somebody. To talk to whenever you're like, you know, you're not sure or like you need guidance. You still need that one person. So what's next? What's next for you
1: now? I I can't even say what's next because today was the day that we actually talked about something else in one of my very short sessions. And I actually have to call them back only because I I was on a few podcasts today. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) the next next thing I can't even I'm not even. I'm not going to talk about it yet. Cause it's not a hundred percent. I just, I probably will happen. I just need to wrap my head around it and then sort of make the announcement, <laughs> but it will be, it would be in a partnership anyways.
0: Uh, yeah. So, okay. Maybe, maybe you can share it when we, we get together. Yeah. Exactly. We're going, yeah. We're going to do a part two of this one. Uh, this conversation is on self-love is the foundation. So. Describe self-love for me, for everybody who is listening, yeah. So
1: self-love, to me, is the most important thing that anyone could do for themselves. You know, you could love your children, you could love your husband or your wife, your spouse, uh, your family members, your parents, obviously. Of course, we love all these people, of course. But when you have, when you're centered in self-love and you have confidence in yourself and trust. These are all the things I believe that come with uh, good self love. When you have that, there really is nothing you can't do nothing. And this is why I feel I need and everyone needs a coach. So someone who's going to help you on the days where you just maybe have, you know, taken it down a notch <laughs> on the ladder of self love, And you're kind of not feeling your best. You have someone to help lift you up, to help support you. Um, Self-love could be anything. Self-love isn't just taking a bath and Epsom salts and going to the spa. That's part of it, for sure. Self-love is creating boundaries. Self-love is taking time for yourself and saying no. (laughs) So no was a a, a word I had to learn.
0: That was not... Me too. Me too. Very difficult. That was not a natural yeah, behavior yeah, for me.
1: Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, I teach self-love and I've been teaching it. I used to teach a class. I don't know if I'll keep that name for something. Maybe I'll keep it. Uh, so it was called I'm a Pretty Princess. And the reason I called it that was because we were on our way to a wedding in Rhode Island. So it was a 10-hour mm-hmm. long ride. And the driver, a friend of ours, was saying, he goes, I bet you can't say I'm a pretty princess without you know he goes I I met this girl and she couldn't say it and I'm like why wouldn't people be able to say it it's just a word like it's nothing it's a phrase like what do you mean you can't say it so I'm sitting in the back seat with my friend we're chatting and and he you know comes up with this and I go he goes say I'm a pretty princess I'm a pretty princess that's kind of tacky but okay whatever and then she couldn't say it and so we didn't really make a big deal out of it we just kind of skipped over it and got on to the next subject and then when we got there she had said um, to me in the, in the ladies room, she said, you know, when he said whatever, I couldn't, I couldn't say it. I actually couldn't say the words. She goes, but I can now. So she kind of sort of got over it. But I was like, what, what do you mean? There's people who, out there who actually can't say it. Like, that's fascinating. Like, wow. Okay. So then I started to, I thought, I'm going to put a class together. And I was so one of the things that we did in the classroom was we had, um, I would get a like I had a pink mirror, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to look at yourself in the mirror. And and then I would go to the dollar store and I would get those crowns, you know, the little crowns yeah. that they have. Yeah. Yeah. So they would all wear a crown and then look at themselves and they go, I'm a pretty. I, there was people who couldn't say it. There was women who couldn't say because it, it was all for women obviously I'm not Mm -hmm. gonna have I say I'm a pretty princess um unless he wants to which is fine but (laughs) Mm -hmm. so I'm a pretty princess I'm a pretty and then there was one I said okay um a friend of mine asked me to do a little a short little uh dialogue or some sort of presentation at her retreat that she was doing and I said okay I'll do this and I'll do that mirror thing and it was like I was only given like 45 minutes or an hour so I brought everyone up there was about 21 of us at the retreat, and. Women would, i said. say, okay, everybody has to say, I'm a pretty princess 21 times. And they couldn't. By the time they got to like the seven, eight, nine, ten, 10, they were crying. That's only if they could say it. And there was very few that could say it at all. And I thought, wow, this is a really big deal. Let's do this. <laughs> this, is forget, this it is could also
0: court. be maybe someone in their life didn't make them feel good. Oh, You no, have to people. have confidence in yourself for you to be able to say that.
1: Right. I think so it is of, yeah. your power
0: back, right? Yeah, right. exactly. Right. Taking it. That's a great class. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So I would, I would have had a lot of fun in those kind of classes. Oh, all my Beautiful. classes are fun. I think I believe that everything, uh, any
1: kind of class that I have, no matter what it's about, has to have some humor. We yeah. have to yeah. laugh because I think with humor, you're going to remember it easier.
0: Yes. And longer. 100% oh my god I love you oh my god you're incredible I love you oh my goodness so, I love crying, that yeah crying so and laughing, laughing is the
1: same energy yeah. crying yeah. and laughing is the same so I would rather have fun so I would rather make it funny
0: yeah yeah i could be crying you could say something silly to me i could still stop crying and start laughing at the same time i'm a crier like you tell me something sad i will cry you surprise me with something beautiful i will cry somebody dies i cry like uh you know i i'm like that but i am also ready for a good laugh anytime I think oh. I would have been there a long time ago if I wasn't like into sense of humor. Yeah, I would right. have like with the life, the ups and downs, the struggles, the challenges of life. Oh my God, I would have been gone a long time ago. Thank goodness to meditation. Yeah. Thank goodness to prayer. Thank goodness to people like you and Tommy and everybody else in our network. And uh, thank goodness to to just having fun. Like, you yes. know, having a good laugh. Yeah. So self-love is the foundation, is the title of this. We're going to have a part two, but we're <laughs> all, I think we're over time. But I have two questions to ask you before we, we go. Okay. So my question, this I ask every guest in my show. If you had to visit one country before you die, what country would it be? Oh, that's so cute because I ask a similar question. Oh, you don't uh, in
1: my podcast. Yes, I have. Mm-hmm. What you know? If you ha- if anyway, it's yeah. um, which country would I ha- most like to visit that I haven't already? Probably.
0: Yeah, yeah. It has to be something that you haven't. I would had.
1: probably have to go with
0: something that I
1: I haven't yet. So it's a tough call for me mm-hmm. because I have yet to go to Bali, and I really want to go, and I really want to go to New Zealand and Australia. So I know one I of
0: the three. <laughs> You gotta choose one of the three. Can I just go on a little quick tour? They're all very close to each other. <laughs> <laughs> They're not.
1: <laughs> um, oh my god! Jeez, I you know, and I don't know which one I'm more fascinated by. Um, but Bali, I, maybe maybe Bali, because that's actually probably going to be my next retreat, my next international. Once I get back into doing international retreats again, it'll yeah. it'll be Bali. Bali. If I had to pick and choose a place where I've already been. Than Hawaii, hands down.
0: Hawaii. Okay, yeah. cool. So you said you had said New Zealand, and what was the third one? Australia. Oh, never mind Australia right now. Forget about it. Like, yeah. you know what's going on there, right? Like, so yeah. no, no Australia right now. New Zealand, yes, apparently. Like, I have worked uh, in the Middle East with some uh, people from New Zealand. Oh my God, they are so much fun, Marianne. They yes. are so loving and caring and simple. Yes. So yeah. yeah, I would love to go to New Zealand as well. So yeah, yes. so that is amazing. Then one then more qu- Cook Islands, then there's Fiji, then there's Tahiti. Oh my, don't, don't get <laughs> me <laughs> started right, don't get me started right now. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh my goodness, I know. Eh? And um, so one more question: If you have to fulfill one dream before you die, one dream that you haven't fulfilled yet, but you would love to fulfill it before you die, what would it be?
1: Oh gosh, I have already fulfilled so
0: many. Yeah. But if if there is one that you still would love to fulfill before you die.
1: Gosh, and there's uh, there's a few of those. So doing a TED Talk is one. But I actually feel like I'm going to do a TED Talk that's
0: easy for you. Like uh, that's not a big deal. Yeah. So that's not a big deal. I'm thinking like something difficult. Yeah. Something like you don't have time for right now, like you're way too busy doing all these, God knows, like all these things. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Okay. So So one of my big desires, it, it, it would, yeah. Okay. So that would be to open up a charity. And so not one, but two not one, but two. So I would like one local one, and I already have someone who would run it. And I have another one. So I'm super passionate about water and bringing clean water to countries, especially third world countries. Mm -hmm. I'm also super passionate about children and women. And so, you know, not that I don't love men, I do, of course, love men a lot, actually. And so um, just anything to do with children, you know, some sort of orphanages or some sort of, homes for uh i have a bit of a soft spot for teenagers and i because I, I i just sort of have sort of recently plugged into this that you know let's say uh teenagers without parents and whatnot can stay at a home and then when they're 18 they have to leave and i'm thinking well what happens when they're 18 how about we give them a spot because they don't know anything yet right yeah yeah yeah
0: that so is like, you I, just gave me a so uh yeah so yeah, I think that is an incredible uh wish you just gave me goosebumps um yeah so
1: there's probably yeah. more than more than one charity and there. there's probably about four of them or non-for-profit it could be you know coupled up with someone like I've only looked into it briefly uh, i and again you're absolutely right it was the key was when you said oh something you just don't have time for right now I just yeah i, I But soon, soon, in the very, very near future,
0: yeah. I would like to be part of that. Think of that, okay? I'd like to be, because I'm also very passionate about children. And uh, my friends uh, would laugh at me, but I'm also very passionate about seniors. Yes. Those people, 70 and above, like there are so many of them so lonely out there. It's not, I used to volunteer at one time and Mm -hmm. you want, they would break your heart. They are so alone so lonely so this is something that I would like to also once time allows like I would like to continue doing at least like you know visiting reading for them taking them out for a drive or like anything like that just they're so lonely and some of them they have kids and they don't visit them
1: Oh, I know. I had both my parents, like I said, ended up in the nursing home. And we had a lot of people in both nursing homes, but one was in Toronto, one was here in Mississauga. And both of them, you know, had a lot of people like people get scared of dementia, right? Like this was the dementia unit. So I don't know about the other units. And people get scared of dementia. And they're like, Oh, I don't want to go visit. They like, it breaks my heart. They don't recognize me. And for me, it was like, Yeah, it breaks my heart they don't recognize me. But I, I actually believe that they recognize the energy because I could tell by the way that they would react if you, if you pay attention, they actually know that you're there and they know that you're someone. They might not know exactly Mm -hmm. who you are, but they know that it's someone that they love and loves them. Close to them, feel the energy. They're like little kids, right? Yeah. And so yeah, that would be that would be closer to my local charity because I have it would actually th- this particular charity does involve people sort of going into homes for people and helping for them out. people yeah
0: especially those who there are a lot who don't have children or their children are abroad you know to take care of them they don't check on them some of oh, the stories that i heard oh my goodness um yeah. yeah about some of them that and children are like i only have one child like one son he's 21 Mm -hmm. now and but i just love children i just i worked for unicef for four years and i think it was the most satisfying job that i ever had right Uh, yeah because uh, you talk about clean water that is what we used to travel like with the small helicopters from one city i used to organize uh, 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 meetings and uh, travel and things like that and i used to travel those little helicopters Oh, my God, it was the most satisfying, but I had to move country, So that's when I quit. But um, yeah, yeah. So that is that. So that is beautiful. Oh, my goodness. I could talk to you like for three hours. But I got to go. We got to go. And Ooh. I know you are a very busy woman as well. Thank it you was, so much. This yeah, was my pleasure. Yeah, same. It was fun. It was informative. And I still have to reread your 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 bio, because I almost fainted reading it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I thought I was like all it, like doing this, doing that. Like when I reading, I reading your bio, like me, like I'm zero, like nothing. Anyway, so that is incredible. Mm-hmm. We're going to do part two of this and what are we going to call it again? The part two is going to be about I think the part two, we said it was going to be called the perfect time is now because the that's for all time my procrastinator people. Yes. So that is it. So part two will be coming very soon. Everybody, I will be posting her social media links, her contact links. So get in touch with her. This is her book. Pick up a copy. And, the perfect time uh, is now. Yeah. The perfect time is now. Yeah. Uh, grab a copy of this book and uh, amazing people are in the book as well. Like, you know, and uh, Get in touch with her, whatever. Thank you, you so you much need. for purchasing it. And I will yeah. autograph it for you happily once we uh, hook up. We, wait a minute. I know we're here because Mississauga is just an hour from here. So maybe not 45 minutes. Where, where are you again? I'm so- in Toronto, like in Toronto, North York.
1: Oh, North York. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, yeah, It can be an hour because of traffic. But if we were to go early or late enough, it'd be it'd be like probably half an hour.
0: Yeah. No, no. We have to do it when we can avoid traffic and we can drag uh, Tommy Williams with us. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Tammy's got to get
1: out. She's another one that works like a mad woman.
0: Oh, my goodness, Grace. (laughs) She doesn't even sleep that woman. I tell you.
1: No, and she, she'll she call me. We'll both be up at like four in the morning talking to each other. She goes like, why aren't you sleeping? I go, why aren't you sleeping? Exactly.
0: <laughs> I, have <laughs> oh clients. I have
1: clients that I coach in Australia and the oh, UK. That's so why, in the yeah. UK, you got to be up early for yeah. us yeah. to get capture them. And yeah. for Australia, I have to stay late. And sometimes Maybe. it overlaps. Yeah, And they're still no sleeping. Same at all.
0: with her also. Yeah, she has clients. But for me, like I'm an early riser. I'm also an early bird. Yeah. so yeah i'm up at five like every day so but i i think 11 would be my maximum yeah uh o- only when the energy is heavy which i have been feeling lately the energy is heavy that's when i can't sleep early i feel I a but solar,
1: eclipse. Yeah, a solar eclipse yeah yeah that's
0: why that's why but other than that like it's been a pleasure thank you so much up until the next episode okay everybody uh thank you for watching uh keep uh, comment share and uh, subscribe also take care okay love you thank you happy thursday yeah bye thank you